got a great show lined up for you today. I got a great guest lined up, and we got some great topics to talk about. I've been thinking a lot about corrupt politicians, and a good friend of mine in Texas, he often writes some really inspiring things, and I often get some ideas from some of his writings. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about a story he told. Um, he was telling me about an old house that stood for about 116 years and how it had been a fixture within the landscape of his neighborhood. Even though it had many facelifts over the years, it's clear by its Victorian style and old stained glass windows that it represents a time long ago when things were built to last. This is evident as well by the fact that all other houses around it are less than 40 years old and void of some disasters it will be standing when they are all buried in the local landfill. When he was able to buy this house two years ago, he tells me he felt extremely blessed because like the foundation of this nation, this house was built to stand. Like most construction of its time, this house was built on a pier and beam foundation. Too many people now, this way of building seems less solid than a concrete foundation, but this actually allows for a much easier adjustment as the earth around it settles and moves, and it allows for easy access to repair its plumbing. Upon buying this house, he decided to install a new bathtub with updated plumbing to the same. It was only when he had to squeeze himself through the small opening into the crawl space under the house, it became obvious that it was clearly not made for a man of 225 pounds. It seems this is a downside associated with this type of construction. Like this country that is a land of freedom, this house was built to allow access to all that seek it as a haven. Immediately upon entry underneath this amazing structure, he was greeted by the telltale sound of some of its current occupants. Despite not seeing the other occupants, he knew immediately they were there with him because of the danger associated with the poison of a western diamondback rattlesnake, <laughs> as well as the unmistakable sound that their rattling tail makes. It sufficed to say that a speedy exit from this structure was needed. His son, who was outside, said that his exit from the structure looked like the house was giving birth to him. That an entry that had taken five minutes to squeeze into only took a few seconds to escape. I tell you this story because just a few years ago, I began to hear the unmistakable rattle of snakes that reside throughout this amazing domicile we call the United States of America. Unlike the old house my friend described out in West Texas, there is no escape hatch to distract ourselves from these dangerous animals. Although I have known for a long time that these serpents were here with us, it wasn't until April of 2008 that I heard the first rattle of the snakes. It was then that presidential candidate Barack Obama made a statement about middle-class working voters that went like this. And it's not surprising then they get bitter. They, they cling to guns, or religion, or antipathy to people who aren't like them, or anti-immigrant sentiment, or anti-trade sentiment as a way to explain their frustrations. At that very moment, I understood the waning rattle of, you will not surely die, and you will be like God. There's no escape from these poisonous purveyors of hate and division. I've been loudly shouting out a warning of danger for the past couple of years. There's a reason to be uneasy, as conservatives and freedom-loving people are now characterized as extreme, deplorable, dangerous, lizard people, racist, misogynist, homophobic, selfish, ignorant, and evil. Make no mistake. 
their fangs are ready to strike, and this is evident by their incessant rattling. The true enemy are the rats, also known as mainstream media, that refuse to acknowledge this enemy, that will eventually eat them as well. For years now, as we all yell danger, these rodents have been scurrying around saying, the only snakes are you, the freedom-loving people, and you're just hearing things. You're a conspiracy theorist. They can't even see that it's they who are the rattlesnake's food source. Even as many of them disappear, eaten by this system of cancel culture, they help to create. Even now, the mindless media rats want to give you stories about how the rapper known as Snoop Dogg just bought the music label known as Death Row Records. Another story I noticed was about the 10,000 people with Omicron symptoms, or how the Queen of England has tested positive for COVID-19 and only has mild cold symptoms. You could learn today as well about the latest asteroid that will pass by the Earth at the close distance of 100 million miles, at least close considering the size of the universe as we know it. Just in case you didn't know, they will tell you about the new favorite food trend started by the Kardashian family. You get the point? What they won't tell you is possibly the most important story of our time, and it's about John Durham's indictments. They won't tell you about this because it shows the depths of their deception these last six years. It shows that Hillary is a liar, a criminal, and a traitor. It shows that Trump was right about being sabotaged. When he made the statement that his phones were tapped, he knew he was what he was talking about, even though he may not have picked the right words to describe the depth of what was happening, which, as it turns out, was much worse. This scandal makes Watergate look like no big deal. It shows that the mainstream media swamp is an enemy to truth itself. It shows us the degree of trouble that we are in as a nation. It is said to be still when you're in danger of being bitten by a snake. But how long will you lay there, surrounded by these serpents as they slither over you? I believe a large problem with today's society that allows corrupt, evil people to get away with almost anything they want is that people are so wrapped up in the latest series on Netflix, or maybe that they are walking around like a zombie staring at the screen of their smartphone, that they only notice what gets conveniently spoon-fed to them. If all you are doing is watching CNN or listening to the rantings of Hillary Clinton, you will believe that this actual evidence John Durham has put forth, which is a result of years of actual investigation and hundreds, probably thousands of hours of research, is just a fantasy cooked up by Fox News and Donald Trump. Never mind the actual hard evidence, the truth doesn't fit the leftist narrative of the now state-run propaganda machine, which used to be referred to as the fourth estate and defenders of truth. Both mainstream media and big tech, which has become part of where the masses get their news, have simply become propaganda outlets. I recently had yet a couple more of my posts on face, my, my Facebook page censored by the Chinese-ran fact-checkers, in which I was informed that my posts contained partly false information. These independent CCP-based fact-checkers told me that alleged spikes in medical conditions among the military after COVID-19 vaccine rollouts are based on faulty data resulting from a glitch in the database, health fact-check, health feedback. I was informed that COVID-19 vaccines are proven to be safe and effective at preventing COVID-19 hospitalizations and deaths, although certain COVID-19 vaccines 
are associated with a slightly increased risk of blood clotting or heart inflammation. COVID-19 itself is associated with a higher rate of these and other. That's what they posted in response to my post. Proven to be very safe and effective. Where exactly is this actual research? Why is nobody asking for fact-checking of this statement we are constantly having shoved down our throats on a daily basis? Just this morning, I was watching Newsmax, and whenever you launch their app on Roku, they shove this narrative down your throat about how you have to go out and get your vaccine. They're, they're safe, and, and you need to get it. It's like, and this is on a supposedly, co uh, supposedly conservative station. I just, mute, I just mute the TV, and I don't even want to hear that garbage. What exactly is the definition of slightly increased risk according to these highly trusted CCP-ran fact-checkers? What resources did they utilize to perform this fact-checking? There is actual evidence in the military version of theirs that there is a big increase in all sorts of diseases among healthy, young American military personnel. Tell the father of a healthy 16-year-old I read about this morning that dropped dead while playing Little League 48 hours after receiving the Pfizer bioweapon death shot from, you guessed it, myocarditis. For those of you that haven't heard of this condition, it's the enlargement of the heart. In this child's case, his heart swelled to twice its normal size before he died. Remember how propaganda outlets such as CNN and MSNBC were condemning candidate Donald Trump and then President Trump as a traitor and a Russian operative based on only an unverified Russian dossier? Where were the fact checkers then? Now that John Durham has some actual serious fact checking, we hear crickets. No retractions, no apologies. As a matter of fact, the story is mostly ignored. 